What's up, family? Welcome back to Yesha Bloom. This is your brother, Rosie Fi, and I want to thank y'all for listening. Today, I wanted to talk about becoming a slave to your inclinations. And now, this can mean many things in many different ways, but I'm going to just try my best to break it down in my own way. You know, this is kind of a thought that I've been thinking on, and I've heard it by, uh, I think it was a book by James Allen. I forget the name of it. But, um,. It comes a point in our lives where we are triggered by many different things or we feel inclined towards certain action or motivations. And sometimes we can feel too inclined at times to where we're not really thinking clearly or sometimes rationally or in our own best interests. And so therefore we tend to follow these impulsive choices or instincts that we have built up within ourselves in order to uh, achieve survive whatever it is fit in it can be many different things why we uh, feel this way or are led to become uh, sort of this way but i feel that the hardest part about growing in this world and in life is learning to become aware of the inclinations that reside within you and why you feel inclined and or triggered to do certain things and becoming a slave to your inclinations basically is just means that you're not necessarily acting out of your own volition it's more you're acting off impulse anytime something happens you assume this particular thought you act this particular way or vice versa in any other way and so we become less people that critically think or think about or, or what we're going to say before we say it or what we're going to do before we do it or actually come up with you know f- uh, fundamental plans for things we've become so inclined by advertisements or someone else's you know telling us that we should do something that we may not have ever thought of or even want to really do and so we spend most of our lives doing these things that we feel inclined to do like be nice all the time and for us people pleasers we uh get depleted at some point and there is a whole another lifestyle that comes along with that that we've gone through many different times and broken down in my own ways getting back to the topic at hand i found within myself that there's been many times where i have chosen to go with certain thoughts actions or ideas that i know were necessarily detrimental to me but they weren't um serving me in the greatest of ways let's just put it like that so therefore sometimes things serve to remove me and or hinder me from certain opportunities or places that i should best be in or sometimes I can feel so inclined to follow irrational emotions. There's moments where I'm triggered or set off or whatever it is by the life I'm living or the world around me, others especially, because we live in a world amongst people and many different um, stimulation coming in from all angles. And so it is easy to be thrown off if you're not um, centered. And I truly believe we can't be centered or grounded all the time. You know, there's this is why we need to get regrounded. And so for me, I have found that there's been moments in my life where I get rowdy with myself or I get into a mind state where suddenly everything is um, too much. And this could come from my own personal overload or anxieties from life and just putting too much on my plate and or competing with myself and having this invisible deadline that I need to get to that for some reason is there, you know, although I should just be flowing and taking my time with life creating as I as I will. And so therefore, I have at times these strange inclinations to rush or to um, self-sabotage or seclude myself for whatever reason so that I can accomplish said goal or transform said thing into whatever. And I have found 
that in these moments are the times where it's actually worse for me to try to create things or worse for me to try to reevaluate and cultivate a better way to go about my life because I am in a state of emotion or there's maybe other way to put it, but I'm just going to say it for lack of a better phrase in this moment. I'm usually an emotional state in these times. And so the rational aspect of the mind has now gone out, you know, and usually I try not to allow my mind to be dictated by the emotional parts of me, except work in unison, you know, and then you actually need to listen to the emotions or what they're trying to express to me, but just the, the blind rage or blind, you know, joy off into wanderlust or whatever. You won't really find me doing so much of that nowadays because I've began to uh, find temperament within myself in certain situations. So sometimes there are times where I have made the worst decisions in the world based off how I'm feeling emotionally and um, how I feel things you know, ought to be. And then I bust the move and it becomes the worst move I might've ever made in my life. You know, that always moves me back a few paces or halts me completely in my tracks because I just couldn't decide how to find control over my own actions, inclinations, and, and things like that. And so therefore, we become slaves to these things. Everything and, and everyone will push us and prod us in different directions, and we will never really be able to decide for ourselves, hey, this is what I want to do, and this is why I'm doing it, this is how I'm going to do it, and for how long or whatever, we devise a foolproof, heartfelt, mentally driven, rational plan or whatever it is for our lives outside of feeling like I have to, or there's no other option, or FOMO, or whatever it is, I'm late in life. There's always these things that make us feel inclined to follow these um, uh, carnal natures or these whims of desire where we find ourselves in a, in the, in the desert lost because we've been searching for something that may not or may be real, except it, it's not where you think it should have been or where it's where you've trekked to. And so now you've got to start at the drawing board when at first you can back up before making some of these decisions that may lead you out to nowhere and decide and think and actually um, look at what you're thinking or feeling or feeling inclined to do and say, you know, is this right for me? Is What is prompting this emotion you know and this is this a thought that i am personally having that i have made the decision to choose or is it something that has been a seed planted in my mind or an idea of influence that from someone else you know i think this is really important when encoding decoding and enciphering your own deciphering should i say your own um complex being your own complex way of uh doing things the way that we do and for each of us it is uniquely different and so well, as we always say one thing that works for someone may not work for someone else but you take the best projective rest and and from everything there can always be a nugget of truth you know a little acorn that may grow into an oak tree in your mind you never know but here we are realizing in ourselves that okay if there is a job circumstance or lifestyle that does not please me anymore and i feel torn down i feel enslaved i feel less than and not good enough to be my fullest extent i can't get certain work done i can't do certain things because i'm always sucked in to these inclinations and in, of the world you know and or my parents or this shadow self that says hey you need to be doing this you need to be doing this 
And then we find ourselves in, in, in a horrible place where we're feeling like we're living a half-life. This isn't the life I want to live. Who am I to begin with? You know, and so then we go look and run in for answers. And the sad part is that we don't start within. We look out. We look without and search within the world, which is healthy because we, we must seek counsel in each other in, in different moments and the need and the, the will to know when you need to do that. It's very healthy, but I feel that totally abandoning yourself to 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 only seek outer uh, stimulation or and or persons to guide you back to the inward self isn't always conducive. You know, sometimes it begins with realizing a lot of inner things and the way that you you personally develop your own way of thinking and integrities and growth to decide then. Okay, I'm going to go seek now a teacher that best benefits me and blank, blank, blank. So therefore, you don't have to go through these millions of people, all these different teachers, con artists and false prophets and all these different people to find information about yourself and how to uh, look at yourself. You know, you learn to vet things better when you know what works for you. We're not just being influenced by your social media profile or whatever it is it's 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 you but learning to express that you in a unique way in a different way in a true way to yourself releases us in my opinion from the guise of being a slave to your inclinations because therefore you're acting and not just reacting or just subconsciously moving doing things that you haven't even realized you've been doing for so long because it was cool way back when or everyone was doing this way back when or you wanted to keep with joneses or meet this specific standard or criteria in your mind but it is outdated now it's outdated for you and it's not working anymore and so now you just find yourself doing the same things and stuck in the same boat that you hate and you're like wow well how do i get out of this brain fog how do i get out of this bog of darkness that has brought me to this point of self-defeatism or delusion in some form or fashion and my opinion is to learn to know what is right for you think about who, who you are knowing why you make the choices you make and it's okay to have influences and in people we look up to we we all do it's impossible not to but knowing how to look within and say, okay, I just made a choice or I'm about to choose to make a choice because this is what I want to do. And so therefore, you're inclined by yourself. You know, you're not inclined by money, fame, you know, materialism, or any of those things. Those are all secondary to the inner knowing of the self. And if you're not aware of this, then you're not making choices for yourself. You may think you are, in my opinion, but you're not. You're making the choices that are expected of you. So therefore, someone else is thinking for you or they've helped plant these seeds of thought in your mind. So you eat, you eat from a tree of fruit that isn't your own. So therefore, how would you think for yourself? It is time for many of us to become aware of the things that we become slavish to and we become obsessive with or we become, uh, let's just say, lost in. And therefore, we, fall, we find ourselves further away from who we are or who we used to be or who we really are and haven't had the chance to nurture cultivate and, and grow into that that person or being and so therefore we seek freedom from we seek um i i would say that we are looking for 
a, a, a sense of togetherness with the self because what else will we be searching for when it comes to spirituality philosophy metaphysics physics science and all these different things there's a disconnection with yourself that you want to relate to something we want to feel connected to something whatever of our own choosing but it is hard to do that when you don't know why you're compelled to do something when you have no personal morals no goals no integrities of your own that you've learned to come up with and cultivate that may have come and been birthed out of old beings of old ways of knowing and learning and growing and walking but you've developed your own style and fashion and so those old ways fall away and therefore when you're met on the streets by people they say man how you smooth how you just doing your thing you be hitting those waves man and i see you like how can i do the same well you know it takes years for all of us to get in our own wave because, you know, someone else's wave isn't the wave you're meant to ride. And I find a lot that we are trying to ride someone else's wave. And you should ride your own. You know, become aware of how you may ride that wave. You know, become aware that it's even there. Instead of overlooking your own light, your own thought, your own brain. And saying, okay, well, everybody's doing this. And so this is what I'm going to do. You know, or this book said this. And this is what I'm going to do. You know, don't abandon yourself to adopt other ideals or other um, people's dreams, wishes, and endeavors because now you're, once again, becoming a slave to your inclinations because these things make us feel inclined to act. They call us to action. They call us to do things when we see it, when we get excited, when we feel desirable. We're like, oh man, I want to do that thing. And then all of a sudden you're doing it and you haven't really thought out why you're doing it. There's no end goal. There's no, you know, nothing. You're just doing and then this is when I feel we we hit these detrimental points in our lives where we slash the wall or we've depleted our funds or we've made the, the wrong move and then we decide, well, you know, a curse has come upon me. The universe has forsaken me. Things aren't as the way they said they were because it's, I've been cheated. But on reality, a lot of us just follow our whims. We follow every single... single um, uh, trivial thought, trivial emotion in towards these inclining... Not necessarily bad, but not the greatest choices for ourselves. And so I hope that everyone learns and gets something from this. I know it's a little bit all over the place, but I try my best. This is just how my brain works. So here we are once again. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week and I appreciate y'all for listening.